0: 50 years old Ja'i Saini sat soberly as he shared the story of how his son was killed. He never thought the case would make it to the public as there had been no media reports on the incident. Today, he is glad his experience will draw attention to the extrajudicial killings of ordinary citizens by vigilantes fighting terrorism in northwest Nigeria. His son, Muhammad Sani, was killed in January by vigilantes who claimed to have suspected him of being a bandit. Without a fair hearing, they shot and slaughtered him. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For human uncle, I am Hamida.
1: Life has been miserable since my son, Muhammad Sani, was killed. They shot him with their gun. Even when dying on the floor, he pleaded softly, denying being a bandit. But they did not listen. They grabbed his throat and slaughtered him.
0: Before his death, the diseased. A 25-year-old second son always worked on his father's farm. Jai recalled that his son was never a troublemaker and had on several occasions condemned the activities of terrorists in the region.
1: I've heard people talk about ethnic profiling but never thought I would be a victim, let alone lose my son. I don't feel happy hearing people call Fulani bandits because not all Fulanis are evil.
0: Northwest Nigeria has, in the last few years, witnessed an upsurge of violence, which has led to huge losses of lives and the displacement of hundreds of thousands of persons in the region. As the situation worsens, criminal elements who represent a low percentage of Fulani people have left a serious image problem for the entire ethnic group. The media have been particularly accused of stalking ethnic tension through their blanket labelling of criminal herders as Fulani. Ethnic profiling has led to the murder of people identified as Fulani by vigilante groups. Just like Mohammed, the offence of many who have been killed for alleged involvement in banditry and terrorism was that they belonged to the ethnic group. 45 years old Liu Jahi was choked with tears as he narrated how members of a vigilante group killed his brother and first son in his presence.
1: My son and my brother were the ones who confronted them that we didn't have any bandits nor their informants. They were displeased by the confrontation and they started shooting
0: sporadically
1: at people in the village.
0: As Aliu tried to give more accounts about the incident, tears started to build up in his eyes. Tukur Muhammad, 45 years old, is another Fulani man in this state of despair. His 60-year-old father was killed in November 2021 for allegedly being a godfather to bandits. The pain of losing a loved one could still be felt in his voice.
1: The vigilantes kill him because of a rumour that he was sponsoring bandits. They use a dagger on him and dump his remains on the street.
0: 40 years old Osman Misaji left Anka because of the fear of being attacked by vigilantes after repeated blackmails and threats to his life. He currently lives in the Gumi area of the States with no prospect of returning home soon. I have long
1: left home because of insecurity, and we are being targeted by people who believe that those of us from the Fulani tribe are criminals and evil. I left home a day
0: after my friend was killed last year. I have since brought my family to an IDP camp here in Gumi for safety. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. This script was written and reported by Adejo Mokabiru. The story was edited by Kunle Adebayo. Produced by Ataihi Jibrain. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with this subject. Voice acting by Akila Jibrain, Kunle Adebayo, and Ataihi Jibrain. Senior producer is Anthony Asamota. The executive producer is Ahmed Sedkida. For more stories, go to humananglemedia.com and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hamida.